Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A Dear Media original podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wine Face, where we're breaking down everything the experts know about wine in a fun, digestible, and accessible way, because wine is for enjoying and wine is for everyone. I'm your host, Helen Johannesson from Helen's Wines in beautiful Los Angeles, California. And I don't know, maybe you've heard this around the old water cooler, or maybe your friends are doing it, or feel like it's kind of in the vibe of the scene of life right now to either stop drinking caffeine or specifically no coffee, no Joe, no Joe January. I mean, I saw that as a huge campaign. Well, that's not what today is about exactly, but I'm so lucky to have one of the most creative, ultimate connector person, people in my world that I know who has started one of the best matcha companies I've ever encountered. The matcha is literally insane. Rocky Shu has started Rocky's Matcha, and he's taking us on a deep dive of what does it mean to be matcha, what is matcha, but also what are the benefits of drinking matcha, what also does terroir have to do with matcha, and then we slightly interplay that to wine. He's a creative thinker and leader in the zeitgeist of everything that's happening that's cool. But I can't really get into that because today it's really just about the matcha. Terroir of matcha, who knew? So I hope you enjoy this. Rocky is part of the John and Vinny's Helen's fam. And I am so excited that he came on today to talk about his new matcha. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, so... Rocky, thank yes. you so much for being here on Wine Face. Thanks for having I me. I just, uh, my pleasure. I just watched you shake a second matcha. We're yes. about to have, what was the first matcha you, I have first, in my glass? The first matcha is a, it's a blend, but it's it's from this region. It's from the Yame region in Fukuoka in Japan. And it's a little bit nuttier and earthier in terms of just like the taste. But that's what we actually have at the CAA Kitchen. Which, shout out CAA Kitchen. Shout out to the CAA Kitchen. <laughs> um, Sorry, public, you cannot go. You got to get a job at CAA. 
<laughs> or be represented. Then, yeah. <laughs> or you can go take a meeting there. Yeah, just um, take a meeting. Yeah, so that's the matcha that we serve at CAA Kitchen as well as Community Goods. Which Love Community we Goods. We stopped by on the way over here. Mm. And we are hoping to be able to offer it in this sort of packaging soon. Cylindrical, like tin. Yes. Correct me if I'm mistaken, but when you said like where this first matcha is from, matcha is similar to wine in that it has appellations. Like there's yes. rules in Japan about where it's from, how it, could you break that down yes, for everyone? So, like what is matcha? So, so. <laughs> no pressure. So, so matcha is when you break it down and you look at the, the, the two characters. So I'm Chinese and matcha, if you you know, go back and like do the research. It, it it did originate in China, but it's obviously oh. been perfected by the Japanese, like a lot of other things. And, you know, the story goes, there was somebody from Japan who was in China studying Buddha, Buddhism, like thousands of years ago, that mm -hmm. then was like, oh, this is a great, you know, thing. We're going to take it back. We're going to enhance it. And it's kind of become adopted and, and celebrated, you know, within Japanese culture. And all it is, going back to the Chinese part of it, why I started there is, if you look at the two characters in Chinese, it means, so the first one is mo, which mm -hmm. means like ground or like, you know, you're breaking it down. And then the second part is cha, which is tea. So that's what matcha is, is essentially, it, uh. it, it comes from the same plant as black tea or sencha or, you know, other, it's the camellia sinensis plant. I'm going to butcher Oh, but, shit. But you went... Yeah. <laughs> You got, um, you got technical. But it That's comes, impressive. It I mean. comes it comes from that. And then it's just the way in which it's grown and then obviously broken down in terms of how it's processed after it's harvested that makes like it Like a matcha. deprivation of light and only specific exactly. leaves are picked. Exactly. It's like yeah. highly selective and rare. Yeah. So it's shade grown. And the only other Japanese tea that I know that's shade grown is gyokoro. But with matcha, again, you're drinking the actual tea leaves because they've been ground up into these, you know, micro particles or ions or, you know, whatever the right scientific word is for it. And Magical you're powder. then whisking it. Yeah, it, it, it's in powder form. And then you're whisking it, or, or in our case, we're shaking it because we don't have a whisk right now. But yeah, that's what you're- We don't have a tea kettle in studio. Next time, next round time. two. Yeah. Wait, okay, so, and then as far as an appellation, each of these appellations would have a different concept of terroir as it pertains to- matcha yeah what does that mean in terms of matcha like is it similar to wine i mean i, I think could... it's i think yeah i mean so for me i i mean the whole genesis of me even starting this matcha company or matcha brand was because i stopped drinking coffee i well if i rewind to stuff i actually yeah. went and saw a shaman in Topanga. stop really the, the shaman told me to stop drinking coffee and then did you did you like trip with the shaman? I didn't trip, but we did some energy work. Okay, so, so you yeah. like went to another place. Yeah, but I mean, I was very you were sober. I was sober. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was but very you could much still sober. like energy yeah. work can be really powerful. And he and he put me on a. This was at the peak of the pandemic, so like July twenty twenty. I went and saw the shaman. Oh my god, I want to go. Yeah, I'm That's I'm a, I'm yes. down to give you you know I would his, love that. His, his information and at the end of it, he was like, "Hey, I'm going to put you on this twenty one day chakra cleanse." This, that, and the Sick. third. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. And, you know, I'm getting ready to get up and leave. And he goes, he he had told me he was like, hey, no alcohol, no sex, no tobacco, no drugs, no this, no that. I was like, no problem. Like, yeah. literally, we're at home, like, not yeah. doing anything. 21 days. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no problem. And I'm getting 
up and getting ready to leave. And he like just kind of like stopped me for a second. He was like, hey, do you drink coffee? And I was like, yeah, I have two, three cups a day. Like, you know, I love like coffee in the morning, coffee in the afternoon, sometimes like even like an espresso after dinner. Yeah. Like just to, you know, as like a digestive, right? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to need you to stop. And I was just like, I was like, you know, it didn't register with me. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, you got to stop. And I was like, for like 21 (laughs) days or for like, like what? Stop forever. And he was like, no, stop forever. And like, I was like, why? And he just kind of broke it down for me. He was like, look, the caffeine and coffee has a tendency to get you too high and too low. He's like, you just, you know, like, want you to be a little bit more even keel. It like spikes cortisol or something or yeah, something. I or- I don't know the exact thing behind it, but I think it's I didn't even realize at the time, but I was getting like anxiety and like That's jitters. What everybody and, says. You know, and there's a lot of like everybody now who like is like, hey, you're starting this matcha brand, like that's so on trend or you you know, you're 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 ahead of the curve. I know so many people that stop drinking coffee, this and that. I'm like, well, that's cool. That's great. Like, I don't necessarily, I'm not saying like stop drinking coffee. I'm just saying for some people, you know, it doesn't work. And for other people, it it, it does. Like, but if matcha works for you, then, you know, we're here to, we're here to offer it. I think but, in this current state, people don't realize how anxious they are. Yeah. Until they realize how they anxious they were. When you cut something out, dude, the shaman will probably be like, stop drinking wine. I'll be like, <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. I, I feel <laughs> like wine, I feel like wine is your calling. So yeah, I mean, may, as among hopefully many things, but Wow, that's that's amazing. So you entered this trip based on like sort of a health exploration or a centering. Yeah. And I then was, you, did you just try like were you not satisfied with the matcha on the market? And is that what led you to make your own? Essentially, yes. I think what it was is when I started drinking tea, because he was like, Hey, look, if you if you want your caffeine fix, just switch over to tea. And this goes back to wine. I started kind of like going down the rabbit hole of figuring out like what teas I like. My dad's a big sort of like Chinese tea guy, like mm. jasmine, puar, you know, oolong, oh, all that I sort of puar. stuff. Yeah. So smoky. So good. And I, I think, started sort of experimenting with different teas. And then I discovered matcha and like this sort of like ritual of making it at home every day. But then what I quickly realized was like, even, you know, the matcha that you can get at Whole Foods or Erewhon or wherever, it still got this like astringency and kind of like bitterness to it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, there's got to be better out there. And so when I was in New York during the pandemic, I went to this this spot, this tea sort of specialty restaurant, purveyor, whatever, distributor yeah. um, called Kettle. And I realized yeah. that they have like an amazing selection of matcha teas as well as other Japanese teas. And then it was upon like discovering that I'd like continue to just go down this rabbit hole of matcha. And then I was like, well, I'm introducing this sort of like ritual into my day. And then through it, I kind of like discovered as I was doing more research, there's a lot of similarities or parallels to the coffee world as well as the wine world in terms of just, again, going back to your original question, (laughs) the terroirs and like how it's grown and, you know, like how the soil and like the different sort of... The essence of the place also. Yeah. It all affects it. And, you know, and I think hopefully we get to a point at at, at some point where like I would say 95% of the, maybe even more, 99% of the, the, the matcha that's consumed globally comes from Japan because that's where people just, you know, expect it to come from. But in reality... Again, all it is is that all matcha is is that it's shade grown and it's processed a certain way where you're getting, you know, these sort of micro particles that are then whisked into the mm. tea. So theoretically, you could 
grow it elsewhere. They just might not have all the different tools and Topanga um, Matcha. Yeah. I feel like Topanga, we're full circle Topanga, with the shaman. <laughs> Topanga Matcha. Topanga yeah. Matcha. So then there must be a hierarchy, right? Because you brought three different kinds of matcha. Yes. Like in wine, there's vineyards that are good. There's vineyards that are shitty. There's soil that's bad. There's soil that's amazing. It's part of what makes wine also expensive is like if it's rare or if that vineyard is so dope, like yep. the alignment of everything. Yep. You, the first one you mixed for me was a blend. Was a blend. So then yeah. the second one must so the, be a step up. The and, second one, yes. Yeah. So the second one is a single cultivar. It's the. Uh, which would be like a single vineyard. At exactly. All, exactly. It's and all coming from one spot. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of like when you ask, you know, to have me bring a, a, a bottle of wine because I'm not the wine expert by any means. And I was at the shop and I was talking to, you know, the person that was helping me. I was like, okay, like, can you, you know, break it down for me? And we started talking about all the different wines and I'd done my research and I was told that the, where green tea grows best in alluvial soil. Oh, And then so I, I, I asked her to kind of like help me maybe find something that is also grown in alluvial soil yeah. so that there's some parallels there. And upon further research, you know, the regions are Burgundy, Southern Rome, and Rioja. Yes. And so this one's from Burgundy. And then there was two on, two on the shelf, one which was a blend, and then the other one which was from the single plot of land. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, kind of like a single origin. Yeah. And she was like, yes. And I was like, perfect. That's exactly what we're going to try and get. So Rocky and I didn't talk about this at all before, but I also <laughs> brought a Burgundy. Okay. Because of very similar region reasons, the alluvial soil was one. Because I was like, what does green tea grow? Like, what is the deal? How can I connect it even more with wine? So I brought a Pinot Noir. We're going to open these in a sec. I okay. want to get back to it. Yeah. But I also brought one that's like super rare. I don't know. There's something about matcha to me that like really good matcha is not available. It's not. And it is now through your matcha. Yeah. And then I joked and kind of with you that I brought this one too because it's like elusive and you don't can't find much about it and that's totally you as well like in the best possible way you just seem like the ultimate connector of many things so thank you that's so cool I'll take it yeah <laughs> ultimate my job ultimate connector <laughs> okay so the second one is from like one specific area yeah. one plot of land one, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna open cultivar. your wine first yeah, yeah, yeah. so we can like cultivar to cultivar yes I love that I love that word also cultivar yeah. I didn't even know what, I didn't even know what it meant at first. And then, you know, again, like you do your research and you kind of figure it out and you learn along the way. You brought producer. It's Dominique Durain's old vineyards that she gave to this guy, Julien Altabert. And dude, he's one of my favorites. I visited him and I don't Amazing. speak French and he doesn't speak English. So it was like a trip. But he is like one of the most progressive thinkers in okay. Burgundy, which is like classically very traditional. Yes. And the two wines we brought are sort of this next generation that are pushing the elements of terroir even further through like organic farming. Is is like organic play into the growing so, of matcha? Like what's yeah, up with Yeah, I mean, that? There, 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 there are organic matchas out there. I think, you know, there's a lot of new farms that are popping up that are, you know, offering organic matchas. The ones here today are not necessarily organic. And that that's okay. Yeah. I don't know if it means the same thing as, you know, I'm not sure. Because I doubt that, I feel like a tea plant is more sturdy than a vine. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. We're, I, <laughs> we're like, we're like, hey, 
<laughs> Can someone call a gardener? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vines are like really finicky and like okay. precious in a way and then really strong, but like they're reactive, yeah. which is why like soil health is so important. Yes. So even if you're not like certified organic, like this wine is not certified organic. Neither is this one. You won't find it anywhere, but like the farming is best practice. So it's Copy. technically, so it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it is. Well, and which I'm sure I, it's similar with tea. And, and I was also going to say, I mean, a lot of, and I'm sure it's probably the same in Japan as it is in, you know, Burgundy or any other part of the world that's growing, you know, wine or tea or what have you, is that a lot of the smaller producers, they don't necessarily have the means to go get the licenses or, and it's not that they it's don't. Expensive. It's expensive, Pay right? The taxes, like, yeah. everything. And it's not that they don't want to. It's just like they would rather focus on the craft as opposed to, you know, getting something that's signed off on, but you don't necessarily, it might not be, you know, the soil's not great or exactly. the way in which they go about things are still taking shortcuts, but they meet the qualifications for that permit or what license or whatever it is. Can I see you? This is such a weird question, maybe. But like, what do you think of a place like Cha Cha Matcha? Where I never go there. But like, they really capitalize. Is that a weird question? I don't know. I'm just like, I kind of was like, whatever. It's sort of like whispering angel to me when it when it comes to wine. Like, do yeah, you look at I it mean, that way? I'm, I'm friendly with those guys. And look, at the end of the day, I, I think it's one of those things where like rising tides raise all ships. I believe that. And, you know, they were definitely early in terms of just even like, normalizing or sort of like spreading the, you know, gospel around matcha and the health benefits and this and that. Yeah. I'm a bit more traditional. Like I got like friends around me that are really successful in business have kind of said to me, they're like, hey, you should think about serving your matcha with agave or sugar or this or that. And I'm just like, no, like I don't, you know. You don't and so I've, I've had to come yeah. around to it, especially now that I've done some of these pop-ups and, you know, like, You've come around to the agave. I've come, I've, I've come, <laughs> I've come around the agave, and you know, I, I mean, look, most of the time I'm drinking my matcha just matcha with water, but even like matcha lattes, I understand that's the bulk of the consumer that's drinking. I feel like what some this is. maybe this exists, but someone needs to figure out how to take like dates and make it into an agave type syrup because then it's not sugar. I know agave isn't yeah. either, but like dates is such a pure form if you're yeah. getting into like health and yeah. What are the health benefits of matcha? So there's a lot that, you know, is, I guess you could say floating around the internet. And I don't know, I, I don't know if there's actually been enough research on matcha or, you know, green tea, but from what I understand and what I've read, there's a lot of amino acids in it. So in terms of, you know, general like weight loss or like helping with your metabolism, there's L-theanine, which is the main, you know, like sort of benefit in terms of why matcha or Green tea specifically is different than coffee in terms of just balancing out the caffeine so that, you know, with coffee, it's kind of like you, you you peak and then you just kind of come down. Whereas, yeah. you know, with green tea and specifically matcha, you kind of go up and then you have this sort of effect where it just evens you out. And that's from the L-theanine. Which, that's amazing. Ever yeah. since seeing you a few weeks ago, I've thought more about not, I only drink one coffee a day. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm a like one cappuccino in the morning. But I've thought a lot about matcha. <laughs> about moving to matcha. Okay. I'm like, should I even? I was like, maybe I should try it. I don't know. I mean, because again, I'm like, what if I'm more anxious and stressed and I don't even know it because it's the coffee. Yeah. Like my job is, you know, my life is a little busy, but restaurants, you know. Totally get it. We're up. We're down. We're up. Yeah. <laughs> we're always up. Right. This matcha is really delicious. I really, really 
Thank you. I appreciate that there is no sweetener in it because I think the sugar, when I have it in matcha, is masking what it actually tastes like. Well, that's, yeah. And I think that's the sort of like, again, going back to where and why I started this. Like, mm. if you have matcha at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, some of these places, they literally, the the powder itself is already like, you know, granular sugar mixed into it. So yeah. you can't even taste. It just looks green. It's already been engineered. Yeah. Which is what I say about like natural wine or awesome wine versus mass produced wine. It's like Check. you taste the insincerity of it like right off the bat. Yeah. It's just a formula. It's like a chicken nugget. It's gotta, it's gotta like, this is how you do it and never change. And that's why people are addicted to it because they like consistency. I don't know. People need more variety. I love this second one. The finish is at, like awesome. It has like a real wide sort of nutty creaminess at the very end. Yeah. So and no, no, yeah. no bitterness, which, yeah. But matcha kind of has minerality, which probably is that alluvial soil. Yes. Um, poured. Should we taste it? I, yeah. I don't think we're tasting with the matcha, but like kind of dope. We're tasting the Durain, the wine you brought, which is such a good choice. I'm super stoked. I love Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir and matcha. Maybe it's a future sort of something. I don't know. So classically, this is from one single plot, Le Rio. And the style that Julien Altobert makes his wines and his partner, Carol, is super unfiltered, very untouched, purest of the pure. It's definitely like a high-toned expression of Pinot Noir fruit. It's really good. I really like it. It's hard. It's a... Gorgeous. Thank you for bringing this. Of course. I love that we weirdly had the same thought when we were like, "Mm, wine and matcha. What kind of wine do you drink like normally? What's your favorite? I'll I'll be honest. I don't really drink all that much. And so that's why like when I was tasked with bringing a bottle, I had to do my (laughs) research. I got to shout out my guy, Andrew, at Tuomi in New York because I was having dinner there the week before. I think we were originally supposed to tape this. And then I was like, hey. I need a favor because he's owner and also the psalm there. And I was like, look, I'm going on this podcast. We're going to talk about wine. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Can you help me out? And then he was like, well, give me a little bit more. And then I told him about like matcha, green tea, me, this, that. And he was like, all right, let me do some research. So he did some research and then he came back and he was like, all right, alluvial soil. This is where it's grown. This is what you, you know. And then I took that. I put in a note. Then I went to, you know, the wine shop today. and I. Didn't want to go to yours because I didn't want to bring something that you already, you know. High tides. And so, yeah, then it was at the wine shop where where she gave me this recommendation. This wine isn't even on display. I pulled it out of the back room. Wow. Which like is, I know like my wine director is going to be like, hey, do you know who sold that (laughs) bottle? I'll be like, yeah, I sold it to myself. So what's the third type of matcha you make? You made me two. Yeah. I like the single cultivar. So, yeah. Single origin. I'm like obsessed with the, it. The the third one that I brought is is another single cultivar. So it's just a different cultivar. Different part of Japan. Same producer as the as the other one, as the other single cult- cultivar. It's this producer, Tsuji-san, who is fifth generation tea producer. He's won awards in Japan. He's produced for the Japanese imperial family. He's a guy That's similar it. to, you know, the wine producer. That we were just talking about where Julian, he, yeah. Julian, where he doesn't speak any English. Oh yeah, no. So I went, and then you know, <laughs> I, I I went with my buddy John from Ghetto Gastro. Oh my god, I love John. Yeah. John's been on this podcast. Shout out, Hi, shout John. out to John. 
And John and I were there. We went together and, you know, John, as as, as he likes to equate things to, you know, the uh, a certain world, he was like, we were really on our Frank Lucas shit <laughs> and, you know, doing like hand to hand and, you know, trying to like meet and, meet in the connect. And, you know, we met Tsuji-san. And so he offers four different single cultivars. Here we have two of them. The first one is the one that we sort of like brought over in partnership with Awake New York, which is this clothing brand that just opened a retail store in the Lower East Side. We have a matcha bar inside of the retail store. I'm going to go. I'm going to New York this week. Please, Okay, cool. 62 Orchard Street. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Um, And right up the street from so many great restaurants, Servos. Love Servos. Contra, while there, they're all right. Nine Orchard. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're all right there. That room is gorgeous, by the way. Nine Orchard. So, yeah, going back to the matcha, it's just a different cultivar. That's so cool. Yeah. So where do you, like what, I mean, this is, you do other stuff in business. Where do you see Rocky's matcha? Like, where do you want it to go? You see matcha <laughs> million, everywhere? Million yeah. dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully billion dollar question. Yeah. You know, right now, I, I, I still have a day job that kind of like keeps me busy. It's your passion. Yeah. Like, have you, And do you want to go every year? Like, what's that process like getting the matcha here? It's pretty easy now where, you know, they ship UPS. So we get it air shipped in once a month. Yeah. I would like to go. So they harvest in May, anywhere between Same. April and June. So I would like to go. I just missed it this year, but I would like to go at some point, like yeah. when they harvest oh so that God. I can see it. And I mean, this year, timing just didn't work. But yeah, I mean, when we went to Uji the first time back in September, you know, Tsuji-san took us to the, the factory in which they're actually milling the matcha. And you walk into this room, you have to like… First wow. you go through… First you put on these like hazmat suits. Oh my god. And then you… Oh, I, I can show you the video after. But you put on these hazmat suits. And then you walk into a room where it kind of like sucks all the air and particles off of you. And then you walk into another room where they have like the mills that are going. There's like 200 of these things that oh are just god. milling matcha. And it's crazy because you would think that like… You know, something that's been this commoditized, like you're, you can make a lot, but in actuality, one machine can only mill about 50 grams of matcha per no hour. Way. So it's not, it's a lot, you know, as long as they're running the, all these machines and there's multiple factories in or around. So it's like a lesser matcha diluted in some way or have filler? The, the, the lesser matchas are usually matchas from a later harvest. Got it. So it's not the. It's Perfect. not the first, first harvest. Yeah, yeah, it's not the first growth because that's where usually first harvest more nutrients. It's mm-hmm. the cream of the crop. Energy a, is yeah, concentrated all that. there. And then also lesser matcha. It's again, it's more of a blend. They're just kind of aggregating, you know, what they can to fill, you know, whatever the quantities are. And then sometimes, you know, it's also got sugar or other sort of like things mixed into it. So Starbucks. Yeah. It's a shame. When I was pregnant, I drank matcha. And not a lot, but I switched to matcha. Okay. And I, I really liked it. And from, so, you know what? I don't, I got one from like Arrow. I like, I was okay. like, tried yeah. the best I could. I think like maybe I asked Rare Tea Sellers okay. to send me one. They're cool. Yeah. You ever in Chicago? I've heard of them, but I'm not like super familiar. But. They're like a cool, they have like tea from everywhere. Here, we can try this. The okay. other one well, me, I brought here. I'm going to dump out. This one, I feel share. like I got to be, yeah. <laughs> I got I gotta be like ready for this is such a such a treat. No, I mean, look, like wine, it's all about the conversation you have, right? So obviously, like the color right away is super different. Leori. They label it as Corto Bourguignon, Poulain. It's it's also from like one 
single parcel. They're okay. doing a slightly different, like this is going to taste totally different. It's from a different part of Burgundy. It has a little bit of stem inclusion when they crush the grapes, which is going to give like more texture, more tannins, and like a little bit more of a green essence. But what I love about this is this wine really picks up the minerality. Yeah. That is so crucial in Burgundy, that alluvial energy. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. Super good. It's, it's like got like a little sweetness to it almost. A little bit of like more giving fruit than yeah. the Durain, but so pretty dry. They both have this beautiful like through line of acidity. It's kind of what I love about Burgundy. It's probably my favorite place for wine. And they're both really low in alcohol. I think this one's 11.5%. People are like, how can I feel better drinking wine? I'm like, just drink low alcohol wine. It's and awesome. With natural wine. Typically, it is. It's right. typically yeah. lower alcohol because they're not over ripening the grapes. And so the grapes don't have as much sugar, which higher sugar content is going to convert it into gonna, yeah. higher alcohol, which is a style, you know, for certain parts of Italy. And it used to be a style in Napa. I think a lot of winemakers are trying to like steer away from it. I don't, I can't get down with a 15, 16% alcohol wine because it honestly is just way too much. Like You're so much the, sugar. I can yeah, feel it. It's next, like too much. Yeah. yeah. The next day or even in that moment. This is so beautiful. Yeah, this is definitely a treat. Oh my gosh. We got to do like a trip where we take people to Burgundy and then we get on a plane and go to Japan and like... Down. It's like a matcha <laughs> Burgundy. Like I the best like of the best. Somebody you know? somebody at Amex or, you know, whoever can probably American help Express. <laughs> I know. Cut to like you. I mean, you must be like popping up making matchas everywhere. Yeah. This I'm, summer, is there anywhere like yeah, people can so go? Like, I... Shameless plug. Yes, um, this is. You so know. we have we have we have the matcha at CA Kitchen. We have the matcha at Community Goods here in West Hollywood, in New York. We have it at Awake New York. But then I'm gonna take this show on the road. I guess you could Hell say. Yeah. And we are doing a pop up at my favorite cafe in Paris, Dreaming oh, Man. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, Amazing. Yeah. So working with Yuichiro and 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 his team and my friend Ua did the invite slash graphic. So it's super playful. I'm really looking forward to. That's going to be next Sunday, the oh, 25th of June. Gosh, everyone and get then, your tickets to Paris. <laughs> and then end of July, I've been talking to Brianne and oh, I'm aware. Yes. and the team at John and Minnie's. And, you know, we are working on a matcha soft serve yes. and a matcha ice cream. Um, my, and then, by the way, my favorite flavor of ice cream it's like really? a matcha so good like so it's what okay. i grew up on like well, we gotta it. yeah we gotta like send you home with the with the with the cartons uh, or you know whatever base. yeah end of july y'all end of july hear about it. i'm yes. excited I'm, uh, we're all making sure we're in town for it yes yes i was like yes. so there was two weekends in play and yeah. Vinny and i couldn't be there on one and we were like no this other weekend <laughs> i think it's july the weekend 29th. Or, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so i'm i'm excited about that we are still figuring out exact details, but I think that's going to be such a ball. And, you know, John and Vinny's literally feels like home away from home. And you guys have always been so hospitable. I feel like you're part of our family. Like I feel like a, I'm part of the in family. In such a real yeah. way. Like we have people who've just literally are embedded in our culture. And we love that I, about I mean, you, especially. Well, I mean, the you know, the location on Fairfax literally feels like I'm walking into my like <laughs> living room or, you know, and, it's like the managers over the course of the years have changed and this and that. But no matter what, like walk in there and everybody's just got a smile on their face and they're like, hey, we'll take oh, care of you, this and that. And they, you. you guys always send stuff over. And 
It's so, a mutual love. It's thank a mutual. You. I wish the restaurant was slow enough for us to make matcha. Maybe in Beverly Hills we could do maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. Beverly well, Hills would be the spot just to actually do matcha drinks. Yeah. Because we don't serve it now because I wouldn't want to like cheapen the execution of it. Understood. But I feel like Beverly Hills could work because yeah. we have the wine bar there. There's like a person. I mean, we're going to explore this. We're ready. And yeah. then, well, let's see what, you know, what happens end of July and then. July 29th. Yeah. Everybody come. Take it from there. We're going to be eating matcha. Oh, so excited. <laughs> okay. So if people want to buy your matcha, can they follow yeah. you on Instagram or is yeah, there a yeah. website? So on Instagram, Rocky's Matcha. And then we're actually shooting some content for TikTok. Oh. So we'll have Rocky's Matcha on TikTok pretty soon. And then Rocky'sMatcha.com. I love it. Yeah. So cool. Rocky, thank you of so course. much. So much for taking the time thank to come you. and for shaking me fresh iced matchas. It's like, hope, yeah. Literally from the person, <laughs> from the guy. Thanks for thank having me. Thank you so much. No, of course. Cheers. Cheers. To everyone drinking matcha in the future. <laughs> Bye, coffee. No. <laughs> I mean, don't you all just want to have a matcha? He left me with two of the single cultivar matchas. And I'm so excited because I think I'm going to just skip coffee for a week and just try matcha and then I'll let you all know how it goes. Like next time we chat and check in, I might not be drinking coffee. I don't even drink that much coffee, but Rocky's an amazing person. One of the nicest people I know. So kind and generous and so passionate. And that's what I really connect to is he is a hundred percent invested intellectually and spiritually into Rocky's matcha. I wasn't just saying it was delicious. It really is. If you want to try it and you're in LA, we do sell it at Cookbook Market. You can find it in Highland Park or in Echo Park. And I think you should check it out. As per usual, if you want to see what I'm up to, you can go to at Helen's Wines on Instagram or helenswines.com where we have a super lovely curated selection of our favorite bottles from the shop. We also have a wine club and... We send gifts nationwide. That's right. You can send a gift to anybody you want, maybe with matcha some point in the future. There's an idea. I'm going to be work on that. All right, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm.